Welcome back to Talking All Day with Tay. We're talking all day is my specialty. Hi guys, welcome back for another week of Talking All Day with Tay. I hope you guys are doing well like usual and I hope that you guys are ready for this week's podcast episode. I also wanted to remind you guys that you can listen to my podcast on all podcast platforms. Let's get a clap for that. Yes, yes, we got the clapping. Period. So in this week's episode of Talking All Day with Tay, we are going to be diving into my watch again list on Netflix. I thought this would be kind of creative since every when you think about it, the watch again list is things that you've already seen. And since they're all there, I can just go straight to it and tell you all my recommendations because they're all there and I've seen them like a lot of times. So this is not the only type of um, like show slash movie recommendations that we're going to go over. We're also going to go over in future podcast episodes my Hulu recommendations or YouTubers that inspire me in the future. So stay tuned for those. And by the way, make sure that you guys give me five stars. I need five stars to make sure that my podcast boosts up and gets more views. So if you guys can leave a comment or five stars on all the platforms where you get your podcasts, that would be really appreciated. Also, make sure you follow the Instagram talking all day with Tay so you can be updated on future stuff that you can participate in polls that I have on there. So if you want any questions answered, because I'm definitely going to do AMA again in different um, podcast videos. So I hope you enjoy it and make sure that you follow. Enjoy the family because we want you here. You're welcomed. Period. (laughs) So make sure you guys do that. Now, on to the podcast episode. Okay, so I see on my list that I have a good recommendation, which is Tiny Pretty Things. This came out, I believe, last year or the year before. I'm thinking that it came out last year. Let me actually check the date. (laughs) Whoa, time goes by fast. That came out in 2020. So it was two years ago, almost two years ago. And now we're in 2022, so, wow. Doesn't feel like it, you know? Like, I mean, I still am thinking we're in 2021, and, like, mentally. But also mentally, I'm thinking that we're going into a new year, and we gotta get ready for it as well. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. So, tiny little things. I'm gonna read the description so you can get what the show on Netflix is describing what it's about and I'm going to tell you my point of view of what I think it was about. Okay so the description says Nevea, June, and Betty's undercover sting to catch a predator goes sideways. Mixing business with pleasure puts Madam's ring at risk. Ooh a little bit of tea and a little bit of a risk. Okay I see how it is. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I play around too much. (laughs) But basically, yes, that's what it is. It's this girl, Nevaeh. She basically goes to this 
art school of dance and she's trying to get used to a new environment she has to pay to get in and it's really hard to get in because it's a lot of rich kids and um it's very eventful there ends up being this murder that happens and everyone's trying to see who did it so if you really are into crime and investigating and uh, drama it's a lot of drama too then I think this would be the perfect show for you that's personally what I like live for I love crime <laughs> um I'm a crime junkie I like a lot of documentaries and um, we're gonna go over one documentary that's on my watch again list but um this show was really good I would if I would give it a rating, I would get it at 8 out of 10. It was really good. I'm waiting on season 2 because it would explain so much as to how the ending happened. But I definitely will give it an 8 out of 10. It was worth it. It was worth the watch. And I think it's like 10 episodes on this season. Yeah, it's 10 episodes. And it's so good. Oh my goodness. So I would definitely rate that a... 8 out of 10 and I think you guys should definitely check that one out. I actually decided that we're going to do all the crime first and then we're going to do some upbeat stuff just because I don't want to switch from crime it's dark murder to happy romance. <laughs> I think that's so weird because <laughs> so it's just weird to me so we're going to do it that way. The next thing that's on my watch later is the crime scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Now, I'm going to read the description of what Netflix says the show is about. The once grandest Cecil Hotel provides a nightmarish backdrop from the disappearance of Elisa Lamb. Her final footage in an elevator triggers a viral hunt. Also, when I'm reading these crime ones, if you aren't really into that and you're not really ready to see like um, a corpse or like um, crime scene and it kind of bothers you and affects you in a negative way, then I would suggest not looking at it. But if you are a crime junkie and are just interested in different stuff like that, I would recommend this. One of my friends actually recommended this particular documentary for me. And this came out in 2021, so it came out last year. And it basically, if you haven't heard, is talking about the Cecil Hotel. There was a vanishing of this girl and it was very eventful as well. She was supposed to be staying at the Cecil Hotel. She heard that it was really nice, that it was luxurious and stuff. And she was um, always a blogger. So she would blog on Twitter and like post and different things. And they um, eventually did not find her. Um, a lot of her family was looking for her. And then it ended up being in a sad resort because they found her when she was dead. And they found her at the hotel. The big thing is how in the world did it take them a long period of time to not notice anything or notice why this person didn't check out of the hotel and what happened to her who did it and the only footage the only footage that they have of her is from the elevator and it's really interesting because many people think different things about the elevator scene it's like this I believe seven to nine minute clip of her in the elevator and 
it's also like she's it it's weird it opens up and then it closes and everyone has different views on it saying i think it was just her unconscious or they think it was someone leading her out of the elevator it's very interesting and you get to hear from people that specialize with this type of crime and um doctors and all that stuff and the way she dies is also coming to play it's just really interesting so i would definitely recommend that if you love documentaries and if they intrigue you it's kind of weird saying it out loud because it's like i love crime like i do not wish for anyone to get hurt or anything that's not why i love crime i think it's very interesting because there's so many cases where you see the person that's doing the stuff like the bad person that's like murdering or like harming people and you kind of know how to like what to expect from somebody if they have those motives in a sense like there's another one that I'm going to tell you guys about where it's like this picture perfect family and it ends up being where the husband murders the family like you may be curious how do you get how did where how did that happen how what signs could I have read to be able to avoid myself from the situation that's what I like about it I just kind of like the both sides hearing the logic and then coming up with a conclusion in my head before they tell me how it happened it's kind of like just a mystery so I'm really intrigued by that not saying it's good it's really sad and depressing actually but um I do like um looking at these types of shows and documentaries but for this the vanishing at the Cecil Hotel I would give this one a 7 out of 10. This It was really good. At some points, it was kind of like, I felt like it took a little while for it to get to the point because just a lot of the doctors were talking. But it wasn't like they were talking about stuff that was boring as well. I think they could have just spoke on it sooner to what happened instead of dragging it on for um, four very long episodes. I think they could have done all of that in three episodes if that makes sense okay on to the next one we have the american murder the family next door this came out in 2020 wow i thought that this came out last year it's, time goes by so fast y'all i'm telling you <laughs> but this one's called the american murder the family next door and netflix says just as it describes this harrowing and emotional documentary became the most watched ever when it premiered, seen by over 52 million viewers in its first month. Well, that didn't really tell you nothing. <laughs> oh, it doesn't really tell you anything about the story. But that's really interesting to know that 52 million people have seen and heard of this story. So... That's interesting, but I will tell you what it really is about so you can kind of get a better understanding. Like I was saying about with the Cecil Hotel, this when I use the example of this lady, it was this picture perfect family with her and her husband and stuff. That's this story. This story is basically talking about this guy and this lady. They're a couple and they're married and they have two boys. And there's a disappearance with the mother. In this documentary, it's going through all the tapes recorded, all the live um, footage that they've gotten from um, investigators, the police, newscasters, and all this of the disappearance of the wife and of the two girls. I can't remember if I said two girls or two boys, but they were two girls. 
And it sadly ends in a tragedy because the mother and the two girls have been murdered and they've passed away. So this documentary is basically them looking through the house, looking and the husband's there and they're all trying to figure out what happened to them because like it doesn't make any sense. They were supposed to be at certain locations at a certain time and um, this picture perfect family, this mother she used to post on Facebook all the time and would always make their life seem like it was perfect when behind the scenes it really wasn't. So as you go through it, I don't want to tell the whole thing, but basically you find out who murdered the mother and the two children. And it's really sad because the children were, um, I believe, both under the age of four. Um, it's really, it's really depressing. <laughs> it's really depressing, but it's also, um, like I said before, when I look at crime, you get to see a sicko's mind like mindset of how a person thinks and so you can kind of avoid it and not put yourself in a situation like that so it's like a you know red flag like that trend red flag um sign so it's definitely interesting it's a documentary it's like an hour and 30 minutes long I think almost two hours um but it's very very good I have looked at this documentary a couple of times because I loved the way it was crafted, like where it showed the text messages and the video footage. You could really get everyone's expression so you could come to a conclusion of who you think, like, you know, did it. So I would definitely recommend looking at that on Netflix. It came out in 2020, um, but it's still good. I've looked at it a couple of times and I would give it a 10 out of 10. Now I'm going to talk about two animes that are on my watch later that are really good. If you don't like anime, then you can skip um, this segment. But I would definitely say that these two animes are really good if you're just starting to get into it and you don't really um, know a lot about anime. I looked at these two to start out with and I love it a lot. Um, they were really good, easy to watch, and I've seen both of these. It's one show and one movie. I've seen both of these like three times. So I'm going to go on to the first one. The first one is called The Promised Neverland and it's a show. And basically, this is the description. Life with house mother Isabella is bliss for the kids at Gracefield Orphanage until Connie's adoption leads to Emma and Norman to a dark discovery. Okay, so let me try to break this down. <laughs> um, basically, there's this girl named Emma and she lives in this orphanage and she also has two other friends that live there as well. Um, one of them, I believe, is named Norman, like I said in the description. And they've realize that the mother over the orphanage she's a sicko <laughs> she's crazy um she actually okay this is dark too <laughs> she actually sends the kids away to be like gone like excommunicated and it's like she's sick so they're trying to get um they're the oldest of all the little kids they're like around they're like teenagers so like around the age of 14 15 kind of um so they're trying to make like get out of the crazy orphanage and she's not 
easy to come by because she has all of these cameras and can know their every move. And then you find out there's an inside person that's actually letting her know what they're planning on doing to break out of the orphanage. And it's very interesting. If you haven't seen animes or you don't know what anime to look at, that is definitely one that's really good um, if you want to get into it. I personally do look at anime. I didn't like for a long time. Um, it took me a while to get into it and actually be like, okay, this is pretty cool. Um, but I definitely would recommend looking at that. That one, I would say, is a, it's a 9.5 out of 10. I'm not going to give it the full 10 because it's so, I think the seasons were like so short and I wish they were kind of longer and I'm waiting for a season two to come out but I'm gonna give it a 9.5 I would definitely recommend looking at this it's really good to start out when it comes to anime okay and now for the other anime it is called a silent voice and this one is very emotional um I'm gonna read the description but just know I'm gonna say right off the back I would give it a 10 out of 10 and if you look at it bring tissues because you're gonna most likely cry if you're an emotional person like me and the description says a formal class bully reaches out to a deaf girl he torment in grade school he feels unworthy of redemption but tries to make things right yeah that's basically the plot of the whole movie and it is very bad <laughs> so you have this guy who they're like um him and this girl and they're both younger in elementary kind of school like grade school and they're young and he basically bullies her and she's deaf the girl is deaf so she's going into a new school with you know wanting to make friends kind of you know thoughts and just being nice she's so cute and adorable and it's like really sad because this guy acts like a jerk to her he's like so rude it's like makes me mad <laughs> but he's like um really bad to her and bullies her tells other people to talk badly about her and it basically makes her really depressed so as they get older he meets the same girl that he met um when she was younger and remembered that he bullied and he kind of feels sympathy for her and he just tries to get to know her. That's as much as I can say without saying what all happened. But that's the plot. Like he's just trying to get to know her. He's trying to get a relationship with her and also understand her past, her language because she's deaf. So there's a lot of ASL, which I actually enjoy because I've studied sign language um, for four years in high school. So it, I don't know, it was so cute to see her like the little anime uh, character sign. And it was it was so cute. It's a cute movie, but it's also a very sad movie and um, very emotional movie. So if you're um also it's your first time watching anime that is definitely something I would recommend to watch if you're looking for something that's easy to look at because I know some animes it's like it's all over the place or some animes you don't know which one to go to first so I would definitely say look at this this one was a 10 out of 10 I looked at this oh my goodness I have looked at this anime probably like five times it's that good and it came out in 2016 but I didn't find out about it until 2019 2020 ish yeah I would say about 2019 so I would definitely recommend looking at it <laughs> oh that
that takes me back. I just saw on my list is Bridgerton. Oh my goodness. That takes me back, back to 2020. Because that was the show everybody was looking at. Everybody and their mama was looking at it. If you don't know what Bridgerton is, I'm going to read you the um, information about it and the description. And it also says season two is coming out March twenty March 25th. So I'm excited about that. But it says Daphne debuts to, on London's marriage market as the new gossip sheet set high society a Twitter. And Simon, the eligible Duke of Hasington, returns to town. Okay, that was honestly hard to read. <laughs> the way they worded it, I did not expect it at all. <laughs> um, but Bridgerton is... A really good show it's like this old class French um where type of show it's elegant it's um very good I don't know how to explain the time period of like clothing but if you just picture like old art and you know like museums and stuff like that that's what you think of when you look at it it's really classy and it's about this girl named Daphne who was in a arranged marriage and or is trying to get into arranged marriage she's like courting different men and her family is wanting her to get married in this arranged marriage with someone and she is not really interested <laughs> she doesn't like the guy so um there's this other guy who's really handsome liked by the whole city like everyone loves him and he's basically royalty he comes from royalty and she and him had the idea to fake um an engagement and slash marriage <laughs> and I think you guys can tell how it's already gonna go but they end up liking each other and you just see all of the factors with that the people around them in the kingdom are kind of like um some hesitant they don't like it some think that it's fake some are really happy about it because of the money he has and because of what it could do for her and different um situations come along which are really interesting <laughs> and the show has a lot of steamy scenes so I probably would say viewer discretion advised because they look real <laughs> Um, but it's a really good show. I would give it an 8 out of 10. I would give it an 8 out of 10 because sometimes I would feel like with what they were talking about because they have, um, accents, like French accents, or, um, uh, or British accents. So, so with some things I was kind of lost and I couldn't understand what was happening, but I ended up getting it in the end and I thought it was really well crafted. But other than that, I would say I would give it an 8 out of 10 because it was really good. The relationship aspect was good. The romance, it was awesome. So I would definitely recommend looking at that. <sighs> Love is Blind. Okay, With, this is Love is Blind that we are looking at right now. And it says new episodes come on on February 11th and I'm just now seeing this. So I'm kind of freaking out. <laughs> But I'm so excited. I literally love Love is Blind. Um, basically, I'm going to read the description. And it says, This season's singles enter the dating pods and talk romance, religion, and sexuality. Who will fill a spark and who will find a soulmate? Ah, it's so good. I'm sorry, I probably sound crazy. <laughs> it's really good, guys. Um, basically, Love is Blind 
you know, like those um, relationship shows where these people, they don't know each other and they meet um, either where they're not face to face, but by texting or like stuff like that. That's basically what this show is. This show involves um, different people, a group of certain amount of women and a group of men. They end up going into these pods, which is like this room, this mini room where you it's like comfortable and cozy and stuff and they talk through someone through the other wall that's on the opposite side of the pods and child <laughs> let me tell you child basically <laughs> they have to talk through the walls and find who they're gonna marry in three weeks yeah yeah they gotta find who they marry in three weeks would i do it no but was it very interesting yes it was um it was really interesting to see because you basically have to find your soulmate from voice and talking you don't know how they look you don't know what race they are you just are basically having conversation is which one has the most connection with each other which one do you have the same morals with it's so interesting. So basically the show, they find their pairs and they propose to each other through the wall, which is crazy. And then they meet each other and have to accommodate their lives to see if they can actually get married. So towards the end of it, you're going to see which couples found each other, which couples got married and which couples stayed together. <laughs> um, And there's like this two part episode that they added for like a year it was like during COVID it was trying to show in 2021 how the relationships are still hanging on a year later and it was really interesting too and one of my favorite couples uh well I won't say the couples but I have one favorite couple that is just so cute to me and they're still together and it's it's so cute (laughs) I definitely will recommend seeing that it's a 10 out of 10 hands down if you don't like sappy love um, shows, then this is not the show for you. But it also is good if you... It's not like The Bachelor. I'm going to just say that. It's a different vibe. It's not like The Bachelor. But it's very interesting and it's never boring. And there's a lot of shocking scenes and a lot of humor that just tickles you to death. So I would definitely give that a 10 out of 10. We also have another show that kind of involves a social aspect that's called The Circle. One of my friends put me on The Circle. It came out in 2019, 2020, I think 2020. Um, Yeah, because it's 2022 now. So I think it came out in 2020. It was so, so good. I'm going to read the description. Ready for first impressions? The experiment begins as the players craft their profiles and start connecting for better or for worse yeah so okay this show there's a certain amount of people that are asked to come into the show i think it starts out with six individuals but the fun part is you can come into the show as anybody you you basically are creating a social media like profile so if you're a girl coming into the show you can be yourself or you can be your boyfriend or you can be your mother or you can be your dad you can create a profile of anyone and only you know who is really the person 
behind the computer screen and it's really good because it kind of reminds you that you don't really know who's online so you have to kind of be cautious in a sense because you could be talking to someone completely different so at the end of the show everyone's having conversations they do games they end up voting out different people and you at the end of the day can see them see um if they were right that this person was like not real or if this person was real and it's really good i would give it um oh wow i would probably give it a 9.5 out of 10 i won't give it the full 10 because i think i have to be in the mood to look at it but it is a very good show and it's really entertaining <laughs> and it's funny there's so many like um you know like one of those reality shows you just are like no they're supposed to do this or no they're doing this wrong like it's like one of those shows like that <laughs> but it's really good the last show we're gonna talk about i think that's the perfect ending um especially since this one was the most recent of what i was looking at that was new for 2021 at the, like towards the end of the year is squid game yes squid game so if you did not see Squid Game, what is you doing? But if you did see Squid Game, um, you guys know that is very, very violent. <laughs> I'm going to read the description. In hoping to win easy money, a broke and desperate Jahang agrees to take part in an enigmatic game. Not long into the first round, unforeseen horrors unfold. So this description is kind of short and simple because I feel like if I talk about it, I will say too much of what happens. But basically, this guy, he's poor. He doesn't have money at all. Like, he's really broken. He has a kid. Um, he's on the subway and he meets this guy who's saying, hey, you want to play this game? If you beat me at this game, I'll give you, like, a lot of money. Which I think it was, like, 10k in... Um, um, China dollars so it was like a lot for him it takes him a while but he ends up getting the money and the guy is giving him his card like keep in touch with me keep in contact um, I actually think I can help you in the future so he basically tells the guy that he can help him get money just by playing a game and uh, Ji Hung I think that's how he's pronounced his name I could be wrong y'all the main character of the show he basically says yes and goes into um playing this game with a lot of other contestants it's like a bunch of people that are playing this game because they want money and are kind of desperate so um they find out that the game is very like very much sick <laughs> if they don't do good and all like each game that they pass they get um murdered yeah, <laughs> saying it out loud. <laughs> but the, it's true. They basically get murdered if they don't complete a game right. And it's sick because they're coming in just thinking it's a game. You end up seeing them play the game, but they're also trying to crack the system of the game because it's crazy. Um, not him, but some other people behind the scenes are trying to stop the makers of this game. And you also want to know who the makers are and what sickos would do this. Um, but it's very eventful. I don't know how to explain it because it is very gory and very violent. So if you guys do not like those type of things, then this is not the show for you. <laughs> because it actually took me by surprise that I was able to finish it because but I did but it was like oh my god it's so graphic 
but it is so good and I'm literally waiting for season two. I've never seen a show like this. This is um a show where it's a full Asian cast and it's really good. Like these actors are amazing. And you can look at the dub version where it's like um translation on the bottom or you can look at it where they actually have the version in English. I've looked at it both ways. I prefer the one in English, but sometimes the English can kind of be off when you look at it. So if you prefer just subtitles, that's good as well. But I would definitely give this like a 10 or 11 out of um, 10. Like it was off the charts good and it sh it's like su enough surprises. It was um, entertaining. It was crazy and it makes you mad and it makes you just like shocked like did I just look at this whole series <laughs> like you literally go in complete shock it's hilarious but yes I would definitely give it like an 11 out of 10 it was off the charts good all right guys well that was the last one I'm going over today but I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode please make sure to tune in to give me five stars and to make sure you follow my Instagram talking all day with Tay because we have fun over there with the polls. You get daily uploads of posts from me and just, you know, getting the vibes of who I am as a person and if you didn't see it already in the podcast. And I will tune in and see you guys next week on Talking All Day with Tay. Bye, guys.